welcome to the ASSB Safety Standards and Tech Pubs podcast, your source for expert insights on industry consensus standards and ASSP technical publications. I'm your host, Scott Fowler. Implementation of industry consensus standards and certification to those standards can provide a number of benefits to organizations in both improving their safety performance and entering new markets around the globe. A big key to making this happen, however, is for safety professionals to make the case to their organization and demonstrate the ROI of safety. Here to discuss how safety professionals can make that business case and get buy-in from their executives is Alexi Carley. Alexi is the CEO of Carley Consulting, LLC. Prior to that, she was the Vice President of Global Health and Safety at UPS. Uh, Lexi, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Well, hey, thank you, Scott. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to share some thoughts on presenting to executives and the C-suite based on my experience at UPS. Now, you can imagine with a company of this size, when implementing any kind of change, a program, or a system, there's a broad impact both financially as well as culturally. Okay, great. Let's get started. Regular listeners of the show may remember that a while back we discussed certification to industry consensus standards and how that can help organizations improve their safety performance, as well as, as I mentioned, opening up new uh, global markets for them. Now, today we're going to take that conversation a step further and talk about how safety professionals can make that case to the C-suite as to why they should implement and or get certified to such a standard. So I touched on this a little bit at the top, but I thought we could start there and talk in a little more detail about the benefits of implementing an industry consensus standard and getting certified. Well, you know, I know there's been a lot of discussion about the ISO 45001, and I know we've had other prior ASSP presentations on this, Mm -hmm. and the standard does take a proactive approach to risk control, and it incorporates safety and health into the company's management system. And because of this, top management and executives have a stronger leadership role in the safety and health program because their management commitment is demonstrated by an active and participatory role that's central to that effectiveness in order to integrate that. So they have to support adoption and certification, otherwise it just won't work. Mm -hmm. So I think we're all aware of the challenging competitive environments that companies are facing today. All you gotta do is look at all of the transformations and reorganizations that you read about in the financial news, right? Seems like there's a new one every day. But because companies have tight and efficient operational processes, in order to deliver on their promises with quality and service, bringing effectiveness up to a consensus standard demonstrates impact in many areas, but maybe a few key ones I would like to highlight Mm -hmm. are, you know, number one, I think it increases their operational capacity because risk and waste is decreased. Then secondly, you can see employee morale and engagement increases because you know, you've got an increased effectiveness. In other words, you're working smarter, mm-hmm. not harder, right. and maybe hopefully you've even taken some of their ideas into account, and that can lead to a little bit more enthusiasm among workers or they're just more engaged with the company and what the company wants to accomplish. And then you know, another third one I'd want to talk about was just that there's a positive impact to company brand and trust as a good partner to do business with. Um, And ISO certification is a good marketing tool for customers. Mm -hmm. And and frankly, in some environments, in some business uh, industries, it's an absolute necessity. You know, more and more you're seeing, you know, we're global businesses. And there's a higher demand for certification in Europe, uh, as well as in certain industries, like in high tech, pharma, 
uh, where companies have to certify to their own standards, and that includes their service partners. Okay. So service partners have a brand impact based on association. You do something bad, it's going to have an impact on the company you're doing business with. Sure, sure. So having management systems in place that meet industry consensus and then having objective evaluation of proof of that provides companies with a competitive advantage in many areas, whether it's in health and safety, it could be in environmental, it could be in quality, you know, and many others. Okay, great. Now, say you're, you're a safety professional, you've taken a look at an industry consensus standard and you think it would make sense to implement it at your organization. What is the best way to start that conversation? What's the next step from there in terms of getting that process moving? Well, there's a number of steps as you can imagine, yeah. right? You know, and obviously certification is really the culmination of all of your efforts Mm -hmm. of integrating an effective (laughs) health and safety management system, and and that's saying a whole lot, right? So certification, you know, might be the end game, but you have to do your homework first. Right. Because you have Mm -hmm. to outline the method and the means to get there. This is not a one and done. So, of course, you have to take a step back and thoroughly analyze your current management system, how you operate the metrics you're using to measure performance. And you can't only look at it from a safety and health professional's perspective, which sometimes we get into. You really need to find all of the pain points in your current system, particularly from your operator's point of view, where the rubber meets the road, Mm -hmm. where the work actually gets done. So yes, you have to probe deep and roll up your sleeves. Mm And you have to truly understand what you're up against because what changes are required could also result in significant costs. Sure. And I assure you, the depth of your research and who you talk to (laughs) when making a presentation later on shows, and it's a key component. You need Mm -hmm. to be personally involved in that process. Then you, you do need to identify your stakeholders and you want to share perspectives with them and ask questions about certification. You want to engage with leadership and educate them on why would they want to implement ISO 45001. And you have to be prepared to explain to them in operational and financial impacts in their language. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to translate it into what they yeah. understand. And, and you gotta think about that whole WIFM principle, right? What implementing such a system is in for them mm-hmm. so they can make an informed decision. Yeah. You gotta know how to speak their language. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> and you have to establish that shared understanding that a problem exists to ensure your proposal of certification is gonna be well received. Okay. It's crucial that you understand who you're talking to and what they care about most. Mm -hmm. It helps get support from other key stakeholders who might not be in executive leadership, but they might be able to influence the conversation. So you're kind of crowd, you're kind of crowdsourcing your idea informally, you know, in a way as well. Sure. Okay. So now. Once, once you've started that conversation, gotten the process started, I know this will probably vary from business to business, but in general, what is the natural progression of that conversation and moving it up the chain of, of command at an organization? How does it go from a safety professional with an idea for implementation to a presentation to the C-suite? Well, after you have found your stakeholders and your supporters, you can begin to move up levels in your organization. Now. Some people may want to jump to the top first, 
But in my experience, while it's more work, you have a better chance of success if you work your way up the chain of decision makers okay. and get widespread buy-in. Now, you know, C-suite executives have to make multiple decisions on a daily basis. Now, they may not give their stamp of approval without the recommendation and support of lower-level stakeholders. Okay. Think about that. Mm-hmm. C-level executives want to know their teams are on board. Why would a leader adopt a product or invest in a solution that no one wants? It's <laughs> a very good question. It is. It's, it's a recipe for a failed buy-in and sunk costs. And, and frankly, they don't have time for that. Uh, messaging up also is it's got a distinct sales approach. C-suite executives are strapped for time. Everybody wants a piece sure, of them. Sure, sure. And they depend on you to have researched, contemplated, analyzed, and ultimately recommended the right solution, which is what I alluded to earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to clearly demonstrate alignment and show how certification supports the company's goals as well as individual executives' goals. And you have to have a solid implementation plan in order to show a clear path for completion and success. So you got to kind of take them along the journey. Along the road now. How yeah. are you? How are you going to get there? And it may have to be phased. Leaders are going to think about what resources are needed, what timelines are realistic, the total costs, and ultimately, what results are going to come from a project or program. So knowing how you're going to measure success is also key. So remember, whenever you're selling a big idea, the most important thing people want to understand is. What's my cost and what's my return? Okay, great. Now, you touched on this a little bit earlier. I know throughout this process of trip, there's a great deal of research that needs to be done to make sure that you have all the necessary information to make your case to the C-suite. From a business and safety perspective, where is the best place to start to gather the information you'll need to eventually make that case? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the first things I would investigate is if my company has certified to any other ISO standard. Okay. And you'd want to benchmark with the group that led that effort. You know, thankfully, you've got a few others that have probably come before us. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, from an ISO standard. Um, and this could be related to, of course, environmental quality, etc. And then this group would be able to help give you a head start. And, you know, you might even be able to develop some alliances and strengthen both of your cases because there's costs in both attaining certification as well as maintaining Mm -hmm. it. Other questions you have to think about. Okay, what business are you in? What are some of the focus areas of your marketing team? Are you trying to get into areas uh, where you've got segments that require certification or it, it would be a good value to do so? What kind of questions are the customers asking for on their proposals for business related to health and safety and certification or even certification overall, whether it's an environmental or quality? And has there been any loss of business due to a lack of certification? Mm -hmm. And if you're starting from scratch, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, you got to identify all of the pain points and the risks of your current system. And, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of time to go into all this, Mm -hmm. but... Remember to be willing to look outside your traditional health and safety metrics. Okay. So I just, I just want to, you know, I really need to reinforce that because you, you have to truly understand all of the excess costs and risks and waste of the current function. Do you really understand all of those? Are there any processes that impede effective functioning? Can you identify that? Can you link them then 
Can you link operational metrics such as quality or production downtime mm -hmm. that might align with concerns in your current safety and health management system okay. functioning? So the other one would be, I'd say you want to understand your organization's enterprise strategy and you want to link metrics to your organization's goals. Okay. Look at concerns like your brand, your financial goals, or service. And in, in order to persuade the main decision makers, you've got to align to what they care about. Uh, if your organization publishes a sustainability report, then study the strategy and look at the matrix of the areas that have high impact to both the company as well as their critical stakeholders, okay. like your customers and the general right, public. Right. Uh, usually those matrices are even uh, published right along with the uh, sustainability reports. Uh, you also have to analyze the cost certification, and that's not only including your consultant costs, but what do you need to do in order to ramp up your system to meet certification. Right. Again, that's, that's, that's probably the, the biggest area of concern. And I really can't overemphasize it enough the need to support your ideas with research mm -hmm. and facts. Absolutely. You have to conduct enough research to ensure you have enough raw facts and information to back your case for certification. Right. This ensures you're going to make a persuasive case and it increases your chance of being heard. You also have to be aware of deadlines or trending topics mm -hmm. which could either impede or help your business case. Are there budgeting cycles? Is there a long-term planning sessions? Is your company undergoing a transformation effort where you may have to, you know, you know, consider is there is there a better timing sure, on making sure. on, on making your case? Timing is everything, isn't it? <laughs> it they is. Say. It is. Just like in real estate, I guess it's location, location, exactly. location. Sometimes <laughs> it's all about the timing. Right. So now the conversation has moved up the pipeline and you as a safety professional or another stakeholder is presenting their case to the executives. As, as a safety professional or the presenter enters that room, what are the most important things they need to know? If you're gonna boil it down, like this is what the C-suite wants to hear, what they need to hear, and what are the questions that the safety professional, safety manager needs to be prepared to answer when they enter that room? Well, you know, I, I spent some time just talking about doing your research, mm -hmm. making sure you back everything up with facts. So you've mm -hmm. probably compiled a lot of information. Sure. Now your next challenge is really culling that. Yes. <laughs> to the real important <laughs> exactly. points. Because when you are presenting to executives, clarity and brevity are key right here. I used to have a general rule. If I would try to bring critical points down to two to three slides, five bullets each. Because good if, I, if I couldn't get to the point quickly, you can't get their attention. Right. So what's the solution? What's the opportunity? Show them the way. You really have to present the value of what you can do, what can be accomplished. You have to really prove the overarching one thing is that the cost of doing nothing and staying status quo is greater than the cost of implementing right. your recommendation mm -hmm. for certification and overhauling, if necessary, your safety and health management system. And you gotta speak in plain English. You know, sometimes we get involved in our right, jargon right. Um, because, you know, we're very mm -hmm. educated professionals. And, and you also need to listen as much as you can and don't talk. Understand what they need, not just what you want. It's a very sell. good point. Mm -hmm. I know I mentioned slides above, and you know, and I was illustrating that, you know, more just 
for the purpose of call it brevity, but don't be obsessed with them. I know that a lot of times people want to present slides because it helps move the presentation along and it helps them remember various different points. You have to be confident and comfortable enough to be able to set them aside. Mm -hmm. Talk to your executives. You've got to have documents available to support your ideas, but don't rely on them or you're going to lose them. A well-written um, positioned executive summary is also very helpful and one of the things you always have to remember on the executive summary is you put your ask first what do you want to accomplish okay. you don't put mm -hmm. that at the very right. end <laughs> they got to know from the second you walk in the room what you're wanting what, what, what you're is asking it you're looking for. for and you know when you're and when you're talking to the executives you want to try to create like a personal relationship you're demonstrating that this case for certification that you're bringing really helps them implement their agenda and then in other words maybe eventually it really becomes their idea <laughs> uh, I mentioned earlier again the need for thorough research and the key to gaining respect to speak authoritatively about your subject mm -hmm. is to have hard data and metrics and then if you've done your due diligence and you've involved your stakeholders you have validation that those metrics are actually Valid. Right, and right. hopefully they mm -hmm. maybe have even heard something from their teams uh, mm -hmm. to support the idea. And then you know when you're pitching a very big project, you know, and this might depend on the organization size or what work is going to be needed in order to achieve certification. But it is advantageous to suggest a pilot program on a smaller scale to quantify maybe preliminary results and benefits. You know, like if you've got a very large corporation or a large division, you've got many different sites, you say, well, you know, I'd like to start with one. Let's have a proof of concept and mm -hmm. build sure, on that success. Sure. Uh, sometimes ideas that are tried on a smaller scale are more often likely to be adopted. Mm -hmm. So Baby you know, steps. <laughs> that, exactly. And it might even help with your phasing. Uh, mm -hmm. as you're making the presentation. If ISO certification requires a large upfront investment, again, because you've done your due diligence in looking at your current system, and there's significant effort and coordination among different teams and executives, you know, they might have some concerns to all of the risks and the hurdles involved mm -hmm. in order to accomplish it. So implementing and certifying an effective safety and health management system to ISO 45001, you know, it affects so many different departments. So understanding the scope and then clearly articulating the cost and benefits, you can present this ask in an informed manner. And really, you know, my last piece of advice is you've got to test and practice your pitch with your stakeholders first. Good advice. Uh, yes, and, and definitely be open to their feedback, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and, and listen. So kind of you know, make the presentation before you make the presentation. Practice <laughs> makes perfect, Scott. Exactly. That's <laughs> a, a good note to end on. Well, uh, thank you so much again, Alexi, for coming on. I hope that uh, safety professionals are interested in implementing or certifying to a consensus standard. They'll take the tips we've discussed here today when uh, making that case uh, to their executives. So thank you again. Okay, thank you, All Scott. Right. Have you heard about the ASSP Certification and Accreditation Institute? The Institute, an independent entity of ASSP, offers extensive expertise in standards development to help your organization certify its occupational safety and health processes. To learn more, visit ASSP.org standards or email us at info at ASSP-CAI.org. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the ASSP Safety Standards and Tech Pubs podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with us at ASSP.org, 
and follow us on Twitter at ASSP Safety. We'll see you next time. Thank you.